you bring a drink? I, I got some, you know, some Oregon uh, Pinot Noir here. Perfect. Exactly what you want to hear on a football podcast. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to the Finicky Podcast. That's right. You already heard his voice. It's me. It's Bottom, and it is the playoffs. And the playoffs. Playoffs. That neither of us are involved in, right, Bottom? Uh, too soon, Jillian. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> you mean first thing? First thing out of your mouth is 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 not talking about how you didn't make the playoffs. No. That too soon? That's too soon for you. I'm drinking lots of things that are alcoholic to forget the past five weeks. But Andrew Lyle, in a very loving way, did remind me that I lost four weeks in a row. However, had one of the highest point totals. So, you know, um, I appreciate Statman Lyle for, uh, you know, letting me know that I statistically had a great chance. But the gods of Finicky were against my... I don't know. They smote you. The gods of Finicky smote you. And um, I don't know. I guess you kind of deserve it. Um, Yeah. It one. I did love. I loved Lyle doing the pod for a lot of reasons, uh, mainly because I didn't have to record anything. Uh, And then I got to listen to a pod and I put it on in the house. And uh, our son, who is now a week old, got to. Uh, listen to the pod, so that his was nice. His first pod was a Lyle pod. Wow. Yeah, That's a really time. big moment in his yeah. in his development. Yeah, he heard here in Lyle's subtle tones. You know, it was I very mean, for, relaxing. For me, I wish I had a fireplace to curl up around the fireplace and just li- listen to that, you know, buttery soft voice, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what hour of the day Lyle recorded <laughs> his pod, but he did, yeah, it was much more, fi- I mean, it was fireside chat with himself, but it was more, it was warm, it was inviting, it was, uh, I don't know what, mine is more, uh, my approach is more of screaming into someone's ear at a bar. I don't really know if mine is quite the NPR tone. So it is nice to have Lyle coming to mix it up. And yeah, he did point out some really good points, like how you completely fucked all this up, Bottom. Uh, three in a row, four in a row, four in a row, you fucked up. Here, here's the interesting thing, Julian. You, myself, and Snake all dropped in the same room. We all, for quite some time, were actually in the top four places in Finicky. And then, as the Finicky gods do, they always love Snake. And somehow Snake does things that <laughs> allow him to win games. We don't know quite yet. That's true. Um, but what I am very excited about is I do believe I made a prediction on a pod weeks prior where I said, Finicky winner is going to be Ben Derge. And thus far in the playoffs, Ben Derge doing quite well so That's... i have a horse in the race still i still got a horse in this race even it's not my own horse that's true and i don't have all the whispering or like coughing sound effects that uh lyle has at his disposal but i do have the reggae horn and i did play that for you because that's true you've been all you've been all aboard the the derge train um i don't know yeah i well, well let's go into the matchups first before we do the matchups you're drinking wine where are you at I am in uh, the metropolis of Philomath, Oregon, which Ooh. the new 2020 census statistics are going to come out very soon. Um, and I believe Philomath will be breaking the threshold of 5,000 people. So watch out. Let's do some skyscrapers pretty soon. Let's get that reggae. 
popcorn back in there. That's very exciting, Bottom. Everyone's going to be thrilled that you are, you and your town are growing so well. Um, do you, that's where your parents live. Do you think that one day you'll be doing what you do at the University of um, Small Town, Oregon? Um, well, I've been told by someone on this podcast I'm supposed to work for UW Tacoma. That's so. true. It's, it's more, I say that more in, in fear of you picking another town, but hey, I support you in almost any decision you make. Okay. I mean, after watching the Oregon State Beavers uh, lose oh, Utah State in, uh, in uh, SoFi Stadium, which is amazing, and the, probably the best seats I'll ever get ever at SoFi is watching the Beavers play. I was about 40-yard line, about six rows up. It was I saw the pictures. They were nice amazing. seats. That game fucked me. I really, I, I thought I had a nice bet going, and the Beavers and everyone's way just totally screwed me up. But, um, okay, let's work it. We can't, can't be talking about my bad bets. It'll take forever. Let's go into our weekly matchups. Um, first up, like obviously the first three don't really, really matter. We haven't, we, we used to have stakes for whoever won the loser bracket, and maybe we will again. Right now we don't. So we can just talk big picture about Bliss and Stephanie. Uh, bottom, I feel like I've can heard you, this. Can you, can you real quick before we go into the matchup, how does the loser bracket work? Because there's six teams in the loser bracket. Right. How so does it work? It's, it's a little bit convoluted, but essentially, um, you know, whoever wins this Bliss and Stephanie one will get to play. I think they'll play whoever wins, you know, me versus Tez. And then if uh, whoever wins me versus Tez will then play bottom versus Lyle. I think, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way for Bliss and Stephanie to make it to the championship of the Constellation Ladder. I, but, oh, I see. Based off of our, our prior, I see. Based off of our prior records. I, I, yeah, I get it. It's I, just, it's, it's, it, we've, we've tried pretty hard to make stakes. We, we'll try again because it would be fun to have something lesser to play with for at the bottom. But um, it used to be, I think the only other time we had stakes was I had had some uh, eBay garbage. I used to use our our her. Uh, I used to use the membership fees to buy stuff off eBay for like five bucks. And honestly, you can't even do that anymore. Some of that stuff is pretty valuable. Remember, you used to get like Seattle Supersonics lunch boxes for like four bucks. I still have. I won a Game Boy with Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on it for like eight dollars, and that was to win. I won week six, and so like I got that. That was a. These are know. all these are all gimmicks that I'm sure Emily loves having in the house. Yeah, she just, there's a box somewhere that has all that stuff, and she doesn't know it exists. Um, and I'm sure everyone else kept all of their all of their promo items, all their finicky promo items, and they take good care of them. Um, all right, so Lyle uh, hinted at this. Uh, I think I know how he feels about this, but bottom, I'll ask you. Oh, what? Who is calling me right now? No, I'm not picking up. Um, bottom, Andrew Bottom. Bliss and Stephanie are in dead last, so, you know, ninth and tenth, uh, with two and three wins. Do you blame children for the decline in both of these owners' seasons? Um, so I could blame children for Bliss's season, I would say, because he has a newborn. And I feel like that I, I wouldn't say that I've 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 felt the firsthand experience of having a newborn, but I have been at, you know, your house with two kids, two dogs, a pregnant wife, and me being the fun uncle. And that was exhausting of just knowing how much you need to entertain kids at one time. Yeah. So I could imagine, you know, Ben having one child already and another one, you know, born more recently, so two, uh, would be 
a lot. Grand Stephanie already has two kids, right? She already has two kids. Yes, so yes, she has I don't, two. I don't know, you know, what's uh, what's more stressful, but I will say that either it, we can blame it on the kids, but I, I will also say that in the the playoffs, we do have a lot of folks that do have kids. Yeah. So it's true. And or yeah, our I, dog dads. That's true. There's the dog dad. It's hard being the funkle. I know that. Um, well, right now I'm looking at it, and Bliss is down by 60, um, so not much of a chance for a comeback. Two fun things I found out about these, because, you know, you look at Stephanie and you look at Bliss, and you say, well, holy shit, what a pile of shit. These two teams are so <laughs> fucking terrible. They did absolutely nothing right. But two interesting things. Um, you don't, it, There's no real 100% proven formula. For finicky, but arguably you could say that if you've got two top quarterbacks or two top running backs, and when I say top, I'm talking like not even top 10, like top five ish. If you have two top five running backs or two top five quarterbacks, you should be competitive in the majority of your matchups and probably end up six to seven wins. Um, fun fact, there is only one person in finicky with two quarterbacks in the top seven. Do you know who that is, Andrew Bottom? That's me. It's Stephanie. Stephanie. It's Stephanie? No, she got she got a five and a ten. Number five and number ten as of now. Well, you look at the if you go to the aggregated uh, what do you call it? You go to players. You go to scoring leaders. It takes to all all accounts of all of their scoring essentially. Josh Allen is one. Patrick Mahomes two. Mm-hmm. Murray three. Brady four. Lamar Jackson's right there. Uh, well, Dak- well, Lamar jumped jump down in general. Just he did. Of- he has had some damage yeah. to his reputation recently. Dak Prescott is actually seven. Uh. And Patrick Mahomes is number two. This is according to ESPN. Dak and Patrick Mahomes are top seven. But you would think that that's pretty good and that that should help somebody win a championship. Uh, then take it to running backs. Bliss has two running backs in the top five. Who? Alvin Kamara and Najee Harris. Now, this is based oh. on usage and projection and, and overall scoring this season. But that's pretty incredible. It's a pretty, I mean, Dalvin Cook. Is Kamara hurt right now? Is that why he's not playing him? Yeah, he's been in and out. According to this, you, you have Eckler, who has, you know, top five points. But, you know, now he's gone. But, yeah, I mean, you look at that. You've got the bottom or not bottom, Bliss with two running backs in the top five. You got Stephanie with two quarterbacks in the top seven. And uh, it, and Bliss actually has, uh, with Stafford, a, a top 10 quarterback. So it's all in all pretty incredible that these guys have done as poorly as they have. It's it's impressive, really. Well, they, also, they also came in with, with uh, five, five losses in a row, both of them. Right. Um, so... That's Once things started to tilt, they started to tilt pretty dramatically. That's fair to say. Um, but still, uh, anyway, I thought that that was a uh, an interesting way to look at both of their both of their numbers. Um, outside of that, yeah, obviously Bliss will lose because I don't think he's even managing his team right now. Uh, and Mahomes, while he's had a lot of while Mahomes has had a lot of poor fortune. Uh, with COVID right now, even if he's throwing to the ball boy, I think he's going to put up enough points to kind of keep that 60-point buffer. So we'll say Stephanie wins there and move on and be happy. Um, 
now looking at the next matchup, which is sadly, I guess, yeah, mine's the next worst matchup. It's me versus Antez. And Antez, I mean, this... Coming in hot. There's a lot of points in this matchup. Me, I've been averaging 140, so this isn't so bad for me. Uh, In fact, I don't think I've scored over 150 more than once the entire second half of the season. Um, Or at least more than one. Yeah, 150. Uh, Antez, though by a wide margin, has the most points in week 15, which is saying a lot. Um, What do you think? Is Antez the best team that didn't make the playoffs? Well, I mean, that's... You're asking something extremely biased here, Julian. So... I would like to hear from you. You, the completely unbiased person here. (laughs) Um, He's got Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow... Um, I mean, I still like my quarterback lineup better than Antez's, to be honest. Um, Antez, did he come on late at the end of the season? Where he did he win quite a few games in the row to get up to that position, or was he always kind of around five hundred? Um, I think you know, I I haven't really tracked how he hasn't had any big win streaks. He hasn't had any loss streaks. He's kind of just been back and forth all season. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at what 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 is what is Antez's fantasy story? <coughs> Jesus. Um Andrew Lyle sneeze. Um looking at the full schedule, he yeah, he's he won his first week, three losses. He won, he lost. He won one, he lost. He won, he lost. He won one, he lost. There's a little bit of rhythm there, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> uh all in all, uh, it, had he kept that win streak from week 10, he would be, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of close losses here, some not so close. But, uh, yeah, it would have been one one week would have been all the difference. And uh, I can't, there's week nine, he only had 100 points. But, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of his losses are to 200-point teams or 200-point performances. So, you can't. He can't hang his head. I think he had a really good season. Uh, he just ended up one game short of being able to go to the playoffs and prove himself. And now he's stuck here playing me. So I don't know about him. Uh, I feel like you melted down. I feel like Antez was grinding it out. So I'll answer <laughs> for true. you. Yes, I think That's that Tez true. is the best team that didn't make the playoffs. Most points in week 15 by a wide margin. Um, he's got the thing about it is now he's got a lot of. Um, Players that are out, Tyree Kill, Valdez Scantling, uh, his linebacker, Tyler Lockett, uh, Tyler Higby. All those guys are out for COVID or injury reasons. I don't know if they're coming back, but had Tez been in the playoffs, maybe that would be enough to end his playoff hopes right there. But then again, he's got a nice – there's a lot of talent on the wire. I think he could have squeaked it out. So, Anyway, I think Ant is the best. I, I don't have a chance on this. Zeke and Gibson aren't playing very well right now. Trevor Lawrence, obviously all my quarterbacks are shit. I will say, we did talk running backs and quarterbacks earlier. Do you know who has the best wide receiver combo? Ooh, well, I'm assuming it must be Antez if you are it's saying that. It's not. Those. It's me. Justin Jefferson, <laughs> number five. C.D. Lamb, number six. I have two top six wide receivers. So... On that topic, then, having the best wide receiving pair, is that a good thing to do when you have the worst QB pair? I think that maybe it could have been more beneficial to 
<sighs> I, I will say, yeah, no, the, the rookie mentality, the rookie quarterback theory clearly screwed me. Although last week, Zach Wilson scored more than a lot of big names. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson did better than Tom Brady. Zach, Bray, Zach Wilson did better than Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming on late. But Trevor Lawrence, I really thought I could have seen more performance out of him. And, and probably holding on to Trey Lance the entire season didn't help. And clearly dropping Jimmy Garoppolo was uh, premature. And we'll go into that later. But, um, yeah, uh, a lot of mismanagement in the quarterback division. And that led to my demise. So, no surprise there. By the way, uh, I did bench Blake Gillikin last week, mainly because these matchups don't mend too much. But I don't know if you noticed, uh, Carolina's punter, no, their kicker, hurt himself. And so they had no kicker. So uh, I heard that, and I was like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to get the punter, and he's going to start kicking field goals, and this is going to be great. And then the game started, and the first thing they did after, like, the first play or two, they were like, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, well, as we mentioned, a kicker is out. So they started holding kicking tryouts earlier, and they oh, showed I the punter that. trying to That's... kick a field goal, and he couldn't fucking do it. They could have showed that footage before the game started, the jackasses. So anyway, yeah, I uh, no, the punter didn't kick any field goals or extra points. So there's not a backup kicker on the entire team? No, teams don't. Have, they should be the punter, but Lack Edwards couldn't do it. I don't know. I'm upset about it, and I don't want to focus on it. Let's focus on your amazing matchup right now. This is sad. 118 to 111, <laughs> week 15. There's a lot of sad scores, but I think this is by far the saddest. Um, real depressing. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. What do you What are you thinking about now that you're in the loser division? Do you even care? Do you even care about him? All right. You say loser really intently, Julian. You're also in the loser division, so let's let's back this up here. I was. I'm well aware. My hopes the mid, were dashed the, quite some time ago. Julian, you're in a mid-major loser bracket. Okay, right now, <laughs> I, I'm I'm at least in, in in a major five conference. You're in the primo <laughs> loser bracket. That's true. That's true. You're, like You're not wrong. Or something, or Ryder University, you know, trying to play into the tournament. Bottom, you you had it. You had it all. And then um, what I noticed is that in week 11, Ben Derge broke you. Ben Derge beat you 215 oh, yeah. to 206. That was really and frustrating. You haven't won since. That yeah. stole. <laughs> The soul out of you. Not only to steal your soul, he took your playoff spot. How does that make you feel? Uh, ironically, Ben Jerry is who I'm rooting for in this case, but I think also it's partly because I want someone besides Snake to have the green jacket <laughs> and someone in the West. Um, I, I would say my demise was in part Ben Jerry breaking my heart, and secondly, uh, my quarterbacks, if I could combine all of their scores the last four weeks of the season, I, I would say it was probably under 50 because there was multiple games where they scored just goose eggs, both of them, if not at least one. A very live by Lamar, dial by Lamar uh, attitude for your team. Um, when, you nude, when you noticed Lamar was out, you obviously went to Kirk Cousins. Um, did any part of you think about starting Tyler Huntley? Uh, no. Utah's only Tyler Huntley, Pac-12 Player of the Year, Tyler Huntley. 
<laughs> who is starting for the Baltimore Ravens. But you went to Kirk Cousins, and that's smart. But do you know who the number one scoring quarterback last week was, Andrew Bottom? Was it Tyler Huntley? It was Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley threw no two touchdowns and ran for two touchdowns. And do you know who's never thrown for two touchdowns and ran for two touchdowns in a game, Andrew Bottom? Kirk Cousins. True. But do you know who else? Lamar. Lamar. Jackson really? has never accomplished what Tyler Huntley was able to do in his limited starting time. Wow. That, that was very interesting. That is extremely impressive. It is. So anyway, Lyle did a great job analyzing this matchup because, you know, he's part of it. Um, you both have lost a lot uh, recently. Uh, he lost Leonard Fournette, who was kind of a low-key MVP fantasy-wise recently. Um, you lost Eckler, who I think actually kind of same thing. Um, you can drop Cole Beasley. Uh, I don't know why Nick Folk is, I don't know. You've got a lot of pieces to move around. Uh, in the end, I think it's lived by, I guess now Jalen Hurts. Live by Jalen Hurts, die by Jalen Hurts. You, uh, you're going to see what happens with your quarterbacks. You're going to see what Aaron Rodgers does to Cleveland and kind of, uh, hopefully score more than 120 points. I don't know. It's a close matchup. I'm, ho- I'm rooting for you, Bottom. How about that? I'm rooting for a tie on this to see what happens, because I don't know what happens in the playoffs with an absolute tie. And we both have 7-7 records, so that would be interesting to see what the commissioner does. That would be the most interesting uh, outcome. <laughs> so anyway, this one's about 50-50. We'll see what happens uh, after the wire and after the matchups. But for now, let's move to the, start moving to the matchups that actually matter. Let's move first to Snake versus Derge. Uh, Derge, um, out of the teams that matter, he scored the most points. He's got 164 points. Um, I had in my notes, um, that this head matchup had a lot of things. One, Josh Allen, Tom Brady were, were scoped to get 40 points. And honestly, they didn't because last week was crazy. Josh Allen didn't do bad, but Tom Brady didn't. The entire team didn't get a touchdown. But I had in all caps, in my notes, for a pod that I never ended up recording because, again, uh, baby. Um, Tyler Huntley, question mark, exclamation point. I <laughs> thought Derage would start Tyler Huntley. I thought he would. And he started, I can't be mad at him, arguably maybe the best rookie quarterback, which is so frustrating, Davis Mills, who actually got 12 points and for last week, that's actually really good because quarterbacks didn't do well. Sadly enough, Tyler Huntley, if he had started Tyler Huntley, that would have put this game almost out of reach. That would have given Ben Derge 190 points. Like, that would have been this insane. Has, this this matchup has the top three quarterbacks with Alan Brady and Herbert. Yeah. And the entire uh, Finnegan. So this is a – I do feel like Snake must be sweating this week. He, have you talked to him? How's he feeling? He's coming uh, over tomorrow. We're gonna okay. have a we're gonna have a bris. Do you know what a bris is, Andrew Bottom? Is that like a circumcision? That is a circumcision. Our son's getting circumcised tomorrow morning at nine thirty in the AM, and then is after that, that uh, snakes gonna come on over, and we're gonna get drunk and uh, and I don't know, eat Indian food or something, and it's gonna be great. And uh, we're gonna watch Thursday night football. That is that is the game plan. And. Uh, I will Did talk I to him normal, then about his feelings. Is that a normal brisk tradition? Yeah. I don't know much. It's a brisk. It's not a, brisk. It's not like a like a Lipton ice brisk tea. Brisk. Brisk. It's brisk. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how he feels. I mean, okay. Well, bottom, if you looked at this matchup, 
I don't not I don't just want you to tell me who's gonna win. I want you to tell me the one player that can lock this game in for each Ben Derger and Jake the Snake. Well, I feel like I mean, this is an obvious one, but I feel like the Chargers being at Houston. I mean, they're at Houston, but you know, yeah. I feel like that's a good opportunity for Herbert to Herbert, rack for up sure. a decent amount of points. Um, for him. Also, maybe, you know, a surprise. Uh, maybe A.J. Dillon playing against Cleveland just runs in a lots of touchdowns. All right, you've picked Herbert, maybe Dillon. Who who do you got for Snake? Um, I feel like Brady will have a comeback. I feel like he's not going to have two shitty games in a row. He just lost Leonard Fournette and Chris Godwin. He may not get Mike Evans back. Uh, there's a lot of loss on that team. Brady's team is not trending in the right direction. Carolina, for all of its faults, does have an okay defense. Um, you're picking. You would pick that Brady to Antonio Brown so connection. That, that one's at New uh, at uh, Buffalo's at New England, which I feel like is going to be a little bit of a tougher That's test. Big. That could go in the hard negatives. These are both matchups that could go. However, you have the Saints D. Against Miami, which could be a lot of points for Jake right there. I don't know about that. I think actually Miami's <laughs> Miami's surging late. They're a playoff team. Um, the funny thing is, yeah, he's also got Devontae Parker, so he needs a little bit of points in that department. Um, and all this might change, but um, Cooper Cup for me is his, is his playmaker. Cooper Cup is a low-key MVP. Not only is he the number one wide receiver, he's like the number one wide receiver by far. He's he's the number one wide receiver, and Debo Samuel is a wide receiver who's playing running back, and yet still Cooper Cup is still somehow the number one wide receiver. Uh, if Cooper Cup has a shit game, uh, Snake's in trouble. I don't think he will, but I'm gonna say that's his that's his biggest deal. Brady and Allen can do what they do. Uh, Brady to Antonio Brown is obviously a huge deal, but. Um, yeah, my pick is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is is he is the fuel that makes this matchup work. Okay, heard it here. But I also agree with you on Herbert. I think for Derge, Herbert is it. But um, Devonte Adams needs to go off versus Cleveland. So two wide receivers, I pick Adams versus Cup. I think that's kind of the clash of the Titans for this matchup. And we'll see. Right now, Derge, forty or thirty-eight points. No, forty-two. Forty-two points in the lead. So we'll see. Uh, big deal there. And then we go to the our game of the week, really. Game of the it's, week, uh, number one matchup, pretty close. One forty-eight, Zach to one thirty, JP. Um, I, I, I want you. We'll go you first. Same question. Who, what player can determine the win for each player for each team? bottom i'm 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 looking real so quick you know? you've got a lot of options jp has i mean arguably the mvp on right now the number one scoring finicky player dalvin cook that's a big deal he's got the number one tight end george kittle he's got a wide receiver i was, playing I was, thinking, I was thinking about kittle in my head that's i mean it's, it's a but, 40 but right across bet. from kittle I mean, obviously, Stephen Diggs. But if you look at Mark Andrews, if there's two tight ends right now who are trying to take the title from Kelsey, it's Mark Andrews and George Kittle. That's pretty wild. Well, you know, 
I'm, I'm going to say in uh, <clears throat> finicky fashion, I'm going to say that um, it's going to be a kickoff. You didn't oh. expect that. It's going to be a kickoff. Butker. <laughs> Robbie no. Gould versus Harrison Butker. Harrison Butker's out. That's huge. Why is Harrison Butker out? I don't know. Actually. That's right. Does he have COVID? There's no player insights with what illness. He won't be activated from the COVID-19 list against. Oh, he's out. Harrison Butker is out. This is huge news. Uh, man. Yeah. We got some moves to do here. Um, whew. Yeah. JP needs himself a kicker. Uh, there's, should we check the wire? Should we maybe make some, some pick? Wait, does he have a backup kicker on his? No, he doesn't. He doesn't have a backup kicker. Let's take a look at the wire. Let's take a look at the wire and see what great kickers are out there. One kicker he could consider is actually the number six kicker on the season. Daniel Carlson for Las Vegas. They're playing Denver. They're not at Denver. They're in Vegas. If they're at Denver, that would even better reason. Um, or you got young Hoku versus Detroit. Um, I mean, a lot of fantasy implications. It'd be risky to go Jason Myers, but hey, what the fuck do we got to lose? We're the Seahawks. You can go Jason Myers. They might kick just 11 field goals against Chicago. There's a lot going on there. So, yeah, Pinero versus Jacksonville as well. What? Where's that? Uh, Eddie Pinero. Why do I even see him that? Oh, wait, here we go. He's right behind. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it was filtered out. Yeah. And also, I mean, Jake Elliott has actually had a really good season for Philadelphia. And, you know, it's against the Giants. There's nothing to be dramatic there. There's a lot of good kickers. Let's just say that. There's a lot of good kickers. Or if you don't want to even pronounce anything, you could pick Liram Hadrulahu, the new Carolina kicker against Tampa Bay. I don't know if you want that one. But anyway, lots of good advice out there. You could pick who's projected the most, which I think is Greg the Leg, or you could go who's been the best on this season, which is Daniel Carlson. Uh, lots of options. Very excited to see what JP does when it matters most. Um, I have a most important player in this game that is it's, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. Okay. Um, this team... JP's team actually lives and dies by one player. And Ooh. it's somebody that I dropped. Do you know who that player is? Um, Chase Edmonds? I don't it's know. Not Chase Edmonds. It is, in fact, Jimmy Next Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Um, in week seven, Jimmy Garoppolo got me one point. And at that point, I, who I already wanted to start my rookie quarterbacks and thought I'd be starting them well before week seven, said, fuck this, fuck Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know what, fuck the Niners, I don't even want to watch any more of their games, <laughs> fuck all of this. Plus, I was like, I'll just go pick up uh, Geno Smith and I'll play him for a little bit and that'll be fun, and fuck Jimmy Garoppolo. Anyway, moved on from him. In week nine, JP picked up Jimmy Garoppolo after he got like 20-something points versus Chicago. And do you want to know what's happened since then, Andrew Bottom? won games and got points. JP has not lost. JP has not lost a matchup since picking up Jimmy Garoppolo in week nine. 
And that is why he is here today at 10, 3, and 1. So, so you're really, saying that JP is your Ben Derge. Why would that be what I'm saying? Because Ben Derge broke. Oh, broke the way me. he stole your soul. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. In that <laughs> way, JP kind of stole me. We were intertwined, actually, this entire season because of the tie. Since since week one, yeah. we have been we've been tied together as one, and then uh, something had to give, and uh, it, that giving was Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and do you want to know who I dropped Jimmy Garoppolo for? Like to be really sad. That's right, Andrew Bottom. It's Deshaun Watson. I dropped him for Deshaun Watson because I thought possibly maybe. Sean Watson to play football this year. And that's that's against me. That's me. That's bad karma. You know, you probably don't want to try to pick up Sean Watson. I did it anyway because I was, I was just overly aggressive. So with all of that for the league, I, I apologize. I apologize for what I've done. Enabled JP to now be as successful as he is. And uh, yeah, he's got a lot of weapons. But um, well, yeah, although I would say that the, um, the East is in... Uh, a good chance the East could have no teams in the finals. That's true. It is it is stacked right now towards the West with Derge and Zach, um, which would be, uh, yeah, that'd be real crushing for you since you're from the West. But, I mean, it would also be encouraging that maybe. And, yeah, if you think about it, you, yeah, really, really looking at it, there's, there's a lot of power in the West. I mean, obviously the East has me, which pretty big deal, but <laughs> – and and a lot of I wonder I we should probably check out the championship numbers how many championships there are in the East versus the West but I don't uh, know because that's why I don't know actually the West because Zach moved to the West mm-hmm. I don't know the West the original West, the West originals if anyone has won the championship that's true this would all be great for the Lyle the historian yeah Lyle, we need a Lyle historian to call in that'd be great if you could call in to you should call in he should figure all this out. All right, so um, very interested. We'll probably visit next week. I did give Zach a call. We'll either have Zach or JP on next week, hopefully. Whoever loses will be on the pod to vent and bitch and moan. And, um, and Bottom, you're always welcome to talk about your feelings um, since you, you were almost a championship candidate, but then you just <laughs> fucked it all up. Um, before we go, uh, obviously, as we always do, we take a little bit of time to talk about the Seahawks. Uh, my question, our Seahawks question of the day, Andrew Bottom, is do the Seahawks deserve to be 5-9 and nine this year? I, my answer to this is I don't feel like they deserve to have a winning season this year. So whether it's 5-9 and nine or, you know, 6-8, and eight, I I feel like the Seahawks have not played super well. And I know that the Seattle Sports Radio is probably not fun to listen to for those of you who live up in the north part of the country. Um, but uh, I would also reiterate to those radio heads that we should not blow the whole team up because of one bad season. I you, Yes, I agree. Um, I was looking at it, and they played the stat that the Seahawks' defense is like – most yards allowed, but like fifth fewest points. And now we're fourth fewest points. Like it, our defense has actually done really well. And that's very frustrating because our offense hasn't. And all I'm seeing on Twitter now is just replays of videos where somebody's open. Like Shane Waldron is getting people open. And now it's that all the all of the responsibilities floating 
exactly where you thought it would be. It's all landing on Russell Wilson. At this point, Russell Wilson is to blame for our losses more than he is to, you know, thank for our wins, which is not a familiar position for our team. And so that's kind of rough. Um, well, I'm going to give you the minute, Andrew, and you can talk about, oh, I don't know, Christmas. You can talk about. Uh, well, I, I would like to say, and this is someone that all of you probably all really well know, when I was at the Oregon State game, um, the 2002 Fiesta Bowl champ running back Ken Simonton was there, which was great to see um, support. His quarterback from that team is the coach of the Oregon State Beavers. So I know those are those are definitely uh, football careers you both have, or everyone on the pod has probably followed throughout the years, so I was very excited. I wish I'd gotten an autograph for everyone to get the champion of this year's finicky. Did not. Um, well, so Bottom, you fucked up. That's 10 seconds left. Okay, Andrew Bottom, <laughs> thank you so much. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Good night! I don't think I gave you a full minute. I think I clicked the button early. <laughs>